welcome back to She Can Talk the Podcast. I am your host, Colleen, aka Gongali, Gongali MC on Instagram to be exact. If you want, if you want to find out where the music is at, if you want to see what I've been doing, what freestyles I got going on, anything music related, you can go over to Gongali MC. If you want to know what food I've been making, what sauces I've been sampling, what I've been tasting, where I've been eating, you can go over to Colleen Eat Wings also on Instagram. If you're an artist and you would like to submit music to the label for consideration, you can go over to either the website which is doerecords.com or you can go over to instagram doe underscore records yes y'all yes 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 hope you all had a great fourth of july weekend um depending if you're celebrating it or not you know these days everyone's so sensitive so whatever the extended weekend you know the time offered family and friends i hope you all had a great one i hope everyone is safe hope everyone is back home and getting ready for their week huh, a new week right after the holiday sucks but um hey we made it through right so god bless and i'm grateful for that how y'all been oh my gosh so um a lot of big things, a lot of big things. So I'm not even going to really, I'm going to give you a little snippet of it because it's so close and time flies so much. I remember a couple of weeks ago, I told you guys I was going to do a whole episode about something that I've been working on and I want to share with you guys. So this week you're going to get two episodes because this one here is going to be my, um, this weekly catch up with you guys and talk about some things in news and in media and entertainment with you all this week. And then um, I'm going to do a special edition right after this one, legit, like probably tomorrow, or the next day to go into what I've been working on and what I would like to share with you guys is something that's been personal and um, near and dear to me for a couple of years here. And um, it's just been like a personal gold that I've been working on. And I'm going, I'm so happy that we have come into a fruition or it's, you know, coming about to completion, I should say. And I'm going to be sharing that guys with you in a whole special episode about how, what, when, or how, what, when, why, etc. So, and also what it is, right? But um, on this episode, by the title, you should already know, it's called Grand Opening, Grand Closing. And the reason why I say it's the Grand Opening, Grand Closing is because I have um, a couple of topics to talk about, which is so relative to this title. So, for example, um, and I'm going to have to pull out, you know, you're going to probably hear me. You know how I do, guys. I never pre-search or pre-research in advance, and I always apologize about that. But um, I did take notes this week, right? And I said I actually skipped this week's episode. This is technically last week's episode, but it was 4th of July weekend. I knew a lot of you guys would be busy. A lot of, you know, people would be, you know, out having fun. So I was like, you know, even though a podcast would be good to, you know, drive and listen to while you're traveling, et cetera, maybe on the way back you can use this and um, this episode. So to listen to on your way home, etc. But what I wanted to get into is a few things regarding entertainment this week, grand opening and grand closing. We always say that in um, the hip hop world, and I'm pretty sure a couple of other aspects of life and culture, people say that, but grand opening, grand closing is where something happens so rapidly, or you get like a, a rapid success as well as a rapid decline or a rapid fail right so grand opening grand close like we see those really like i don't know back in the days we'll see those like cheapy choppy and shout out to my homegirl that that's her word but um stores in new york that they would sell like cheap electronics you know um walkman discman you know boombox radios tvs but you'll pay like massive money for it they'll you allow you to put on layaway 
every time you pass the store, doesn't matter what time, what year, what season, they always have a big sale going on, grand sale, right? All the um, equipment and products that they sell is cheap as shit. As soon as you buy it, it fucking breaks, right? And um, then, it's, you know, after people start realizing the community, like, hey, this is a piece of shit store, no one starts to go there anymore. Like, the sales decline, and just as you know, popular as quickly as it became popular is as quickly as the popularity declines and the store closes next, you know, they have like a grand closing sale, which is just as big as the grand opening sale. Right. So that's where, like, as far as me from New York, when we say grand opening, grand closing, we always refer to scenarios like that, but we kind of use it with hip hop with just different scenarios, but like, Oh, grand opening, grand closing, like, you know, came quick, went quick. Right. So with that being said, I wanted to talk about a couple of things this week. So a big week in entertainment, right, guys? A big, big week in entertainment. A lot of stuff happened in the news. So I just want to rewind back. So I know I'm not really um, a podcaster or, or a blogger who tries to keep up with the everyday, like this person, it is this, because I am a artist, right? I respect the privacy of people and their artistry and also respect the fact that artists um, and entertainers overall are still humans. And sometimes it's, you know, being an artist and being an entertainer is even more pressure because you're in the limelight. So anything you do, any mess up you do, like you can't be human for a minute. You have to be larger than life at all times. And, um, it gets hard and I could put a toll and have a toll on your mentals, your emotions and your family, etc. So with that being said, I always try to respect the craft, the respect other entertainers and not really try to like entertain gossip and entertain the BS for lack of a better word. Right. But sometimes some things come across my desk that I'm just like, we got to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? I want to, you know, just share if, you know, cause I know I have a wide variety of listeners, right? Not all of my listeners are hip hop oriented and not everyone is, um, you know, one race or anything like that. So, you know, I try to kind of inform and keep it informative for everyone who's listening. So, um, recently in the beginning of last week, um, the biggest thing that popped up for me or came across my desk at the beginning of the week, cause we're going down a list right now, honey, was Pooh Shiesty. A lot of people who may not be familiar with Pooh Shiesty, he has a song called Get It Back in Blood. And um, he signed to Gucci Mane's 1017 Entertainment. Um, Really dope, up-and-coming artist. Young guy. He's like 21 years old. Good-looking kid, if you ask me, you know. And the song is very popular. He's very popular, gaining rapid succession rapid popularity quick. So he's climbing up the charts. You know, he's the it guy to book. He's everywhere, right? So, um, if I'm not mistaken, he recently was arrested for a shooting in a club in Miami. And, um, based on what happened, I'm just going to read you a little snippet of it. Okay. Cause you know, of what I'm seeing in the news here on Google. So you can Google, Google it yourself for, um, full details. Cause I don't really want to like, like I said, I'm not trying to entertain demise or entertain anyone's, you know, situation in a bad light, but I'm just wanting to bring this up for one particular reason. So before I go into that, this is one, just read a little bit. It says rapper Lontrell Williams, who goes by the stage name Pooh Shiesty, is facing federal charges in connection with a shooting at a hotel in Miami. 
Williams is currently being held in federal custody for a string of charges surrounding the alleged robbery and shooting. The 21-year-old made his first appearance in court on Tuesday after the FBI indicted him and two other men for discharging a firearm during a violent crime, conspiracy, and robbery under a law regulating commerce. Last October, Williams, Jaden DeRosa, and Bobby Brown allegedly arrived at the Landon Hotel. And listen, you know, this is not R&B Bobby Brown. This is young guys, his friends, allegedly arrived at the Landon Hotel in Bay Harbor Islands, Florida, in order to buy high-end athletic sneakers and marijuana. The criminal complaint by Miami-Dade FBI detective um, Elio Garcia states that William was driving a McLaren that he had rented from one of the victims. In addition to the purchases of marijuana and sneakers, he went to the hotel to order in order to negotiate the cost of the rental down for the car, basically. So he wanted to lower the rental fee, I guess. So the transaction ended badly. However, as surveillance camera footage captured Williams and Brown shooting one man in the hip and the other in the butt before leaving the scene, as they left a Louis Vuitton bag with 40000 $912 in cash fell out the car. In addition to identification from one of the victims, law enforcement used Williams' Instagram account to trace him back to the scene of the crime. The rapper had posted pictures earlier with the same Louis Vuitton bag stuffed with $100 bills that fell out the vehicle at the scene of the crime. Long read, I know, but I just wanted to read that to you real quick, a little snippet about... I guess what they used to indict him on the charges right now. Um, and this is not even the story is another story, but another incident when he was in the club and like, I guess it was money related as well, but it's been a string of, you know, as they said, as I read to you in the, in the, um, news excerpt, it's a string of charges related to like robbery guns, etc., And not just that incident, young guy doing music. Um, it's to me, it's, I think it's heartbreaking, you know, so I'm not saying, oh, using this as any way to be like, oh, he's wrong. He's, I'm not here to do that. And I'm not here to judge anyone to say that this one's wrong or that one's right. This one's stupid. That one's smart. No, that's not what I'm bringing this to your attention for. I'm bringing it to the attention of just saying, here we go again, another 21 year old young black guy with a promising career in music. He doesn't have to take the route of um, being violent or being around violent situations, right? Um, granted, it said he was there to purchase sneakers and to negotiate a rental for the weekend, and it went bad. I don't know whose part or however, and this is all allegedly, so I'm not here to say this was wrong or this one's wrong or right or whatever. But um, I think um, maybe get a stylist or someone like a shopper, a personal shopper to get what you want for you. So that way you're not dealing with those type of situations up front. You know, like say, hey, look, these are the sneakers I want. Like have a personal shopper, give them specific instructions. You give them the specific amount of money or whatever you're negotiating. Like, hey, I'm not going to more than this. I'm not going to more than that. Whatever the case is. And purchase your sneakers and your weed accordingly because I don't think purchasing sneakers or weed is a bad thing. However, um, the car situation I think is a little bit different. I think that you should treat that just like if you're renting any car. I don't care if it's a McLaren, a Bentley, or a freaking, you know, Volkswagen Tiguan. I don't care. I feel like it should be the same thing. Prices should be negotiated in advance. 
um, sometimes things happen where you have to keep the car a little bit longer, you know, but then, Hey, you know, they just charge the card the extra day. You let them know I'm keeping the car a little bit longer. Okay, no problem. They renegotiate the contract for the extra day or two that you need it. And they let you know the price, put on your card and you're good to go. But, um, that's still a transaction that could have happened without being face to face is what I'm saying. If everything was legitimately on the up and up, I don't know if it was, I don't know the specifics or the details of like, this is wrong or that's wrong. But I'm just saying like, I think as artists, and especially as a young artist, I think there should be some type of, um, I don't want to say etiquette class, but for lack of a better option or word choice, maybe an etiquette class or some type of training, you know, like say for orientation, maybe to say, Hey, look, now that you're in this realm, you got to be aware of finances. Like people are going to be around you because they think you got more money. So they're going to want to spend your money, you know, and you're going to get, that's going to bring negative people, negative, you know, all types you know, usually family come out the woodworks and everything because they think you have money. So someone should kind of educate them on this. And I'm not saying that his camp is not, I don't know, but I just feel like it should be something else in place. Then security, like why does no one believe in security? Pay someone to whip their ass, pay someone to pull out the gun and shoot, pay someone to, you know, saying like, divert any type of physical harm from happening to you that's one thing I will give to the baby early out a lot of people in the beginning were saying how the baby's bodyguard was very aggressive and I you know his bodyguards were so scary and you know the baby's crazy but um not for nothing and I have never met the man in person I love the baby but correct me if I'm wrong I don't really think he's a really tall guy you know I know that he was in Walmart with his family minding his business and he had his children with him and people came up to him and tried to rob him and he defended himself. You know what I'm saying? Some people might be like, Oh, he was wrong for doing that. But no, you know, why can't I, as a person take my family to Walmart, you know, but he had to learn quickly. I'm pretty sure that, um, Walmart shopping is not an option for me and my family anymore because look of what happened right after that he got security. I'm not sure if he had security before that, but I just know I personally seen security after you know, that incident, or maybe I just started paying attention to him and his security situation more like, good job. Am I mad at his security? Hell no. That's what you need to have. You need to have someone there that's going to whip their ass and move them out your way because you're the celebrity. You're like, you're who everyone is there to see. And you know, people are bad minded, not everyone, but you're going to have that one or two in a crowd with their negative energy. And they just can't, they just need to not even be able to get close. You know, and that's why I think security comes into play. And I think that that would also alleviate a lot of, um, some people might say, no, you can still get legally, you know, charged or you can be legally responsible because your security guard did something or whatever, but it still comes down to the scenario, right? If you are trying to attack me and my security guard steps in and protects me, we're winning. It's a win-win for us. If he's just out here bashing heads because I'm walking through, then that's a different situation. But if he's like, hey, I'm walking through and you're jumping on me or you're grabbing at me or you're coming out, you're lunging at me and making me feel, you know, in like in a threatening manner that he's paid to do what he's supposed to do. He's here. He did what needed to be done, you know, done. So um, I feel like that shouldn't be a question. I feel like once you get to a status of where people start knowing your face, people start saying like, hey, this so-and-so grab your security guard, you know, and don't feel like, cause a lot of people feel like, Oh, you know, you too good now for the streets. You got security or you think you better than people you walk around security. No, because I got security because y'all think I'm better than y'all. So y'all going to try to harm me for 
being successful and just doing what I'm doing. Y'all, y'all want to try and test me. So y'all not going to test me. Y'all going to test big Brutus in front and big, you know, big Brutus in the back. You know what I'm saying? And my two security guards is going to take care of that. That's how I would handle it. So I just feel like why, you know, so that's a question. You know, I, I wish that, um, maybe a celebrity could hit me up like someone to tell me why not, but why not have a security guard? You know what I'm saying? Like, and then look, look at all the stuff that's happening because I, I get it. I get it. Like I would want nothing more than be able to just like go back to the hood and throw money up and be like, yo, this is for the times we were struggling. This is for the people that, you know, I remembered and I want to be able to make a change. I will. And, and I honestly still will, but you can't, you know, it's different ways to go about giving back to the community without necessarily physically being on the block if that makes any sense. And if you say, Hey, you know what? It's Christmas time. I want to give out gifts to the kids or it's Thanksgiving. I want to pass out turkeys in the hood. You could do so, but you know what you need to also have security, maybe a police presence. I don't know something that's going to also maintain the crowd and maintain a little bit of that energy, that negative energy that might, you know, they'll think twice if they say, okay, he got some mass security around him," or I see the police over there too. Like it might make him think twice about trying a celebrity, you know? So that's what I think. I think like, you know, he, now here he is, you know, 21 years old, really successful, living his best life. Now he's facing federal charges and he's, they're using the same life against him, you know, to convict him. And the reason why I read that article in particular is to point out that the federal indictment was basically solidified by using his Instagram as evidence because the bag of money that fell out of the car, you know, as they fled off matched the bag of money that he was flaunting on his Instagram, which brings me to another thing. How important is it, you know, as a celebrity and even as regular people, cause I'm seeing like, um, Random story, but still related. It was another girl in Mexico who was like a mule for the Mexican drug lords. And I guess something happened where she didn't complete her drop and they put her on her Instagram live and killed her. You know what I'm saying? To let the people know, like, we're not playing around. So it was like, how far do we need to go? Like how much, you know, like how, where's the um, discretion? What is it? Where, where do we draw the line? And where does the privacy line and the curtain go up for the gram and for um, just life? Like where do we separate it? You know, because everyone is a celebrity now on social media. You know, if you got the right look, you got the right angles, you know, you got the right product you're selling, you know, you can get your, your weight up. And there's nothing wrong with that because I'm doing my same thing. I'm using social media and um, the internet to benefit me and to further my life. I agree. However, I'm also coming to the point as I'm getting older where I'm like, I don't want everything up there, you know? And then I kind of get conflicted because I'm like, you know, yeah, I'm an, a rapper, you know, I'm an artist. I do music. I'm a podcaster. I need to promote. I'm a foodie. I'm trying to get that out there. Cause I'm trying to, uh, food network TV, you know, anyone with a food channel want to holler at me, holler at your girl. You know what I'm saying? I want to kind of combine all my skill sets into one and kind of utilize them for good. And I figure like, you know, the more I kind of, um, exercise and manifest my, um, goals with doing just what I'm doing, even, you know, every small step count. Right. But then I kind of get conflicted of how much do I share? How much do I give out? You know, because it just gets, you know, weird because look, first of all, I'm not a criminal like that. I'm not doing or indulging anything illegal, but at the same time, it's like 
stuff can be used against you, you know? Like, people could be, like, saving your shit for later, screenshotting it. And like, I remember you said this, but now you say you don't eat pork. And look, I'm not saying I eat pork because I don't eat pork. But I'm just saying, minute things to the big, from the my, most minute to the biggest of issues can be used against you by just using your social media. So I just say maybe we be more mindful of that as well. You know, you might be thinking you're showing off for the people that are less fortunate than you or your enemies or, Oh, I'm gonna let these niggas know I'm winning. But are you really? Because now look, he, you know, the, the feds used it against him, you know? So, yeah. So, you know, so that was like one grand opening, grand closing, really successful guy. Um, moving up the charts really fast. And then this happens and it's talking about like, these are serious charges, because I guess it was money involved and, you know, um, I, I don't know if it was a, if it was considered a robbery because he drove up for the car that he was rented. I don't really know all of the legalities of it, but it's serious charges if it's a Fed situation. Right. So that's um, that's kind of terrible, you know, but I'm going to go like a roller coaster. We're going to go up and down. That was kind of a, a, a um, valley. But we're going to go back up to a little peak here. We're going to do peaks and valleys on this episode because grand opening, grand closing. But this ain't really a, a grand closing, I would say, involved. But um, hear me out now. I still want to throw her in there. I want to shout out to Mary J. Blige because I watched that documentary on Amazon Prime. If y'all get a chance, please go see Mary's documentary on Amazon Prime. I don't care if you're man, woman whatever age group you're in, whatever race you're in, just the passion behind that documentary, I think it would move anyone. Even if you're not a music person or whatever, the story will move you. I loved it. I thought it was really great. I thought it was well executed. I love the way she, you know, allowed her family to speak. You can see her roots, where she came from, the struggle she really went through. Like, cause you hear it. And especially back in those days, we didn't have the internet where we could just Google someone's whole life story once again privacy right so you couldn't just get everything up front so you would hear this or you would hear rumors or you would hear like in the gossip or like you know back in those days wendy williams was like the internet before the internet so you would listen to her show to hear the latest gossip but to hear her hot topics of you know what artists is doing drugs or you know whatever whatever so you know you would hear the rumors but you couldn't confirm it right but the documentary she confirmed her life for you she confirmed her passion for music you've seen it in her from a little girl and then what I also loved about it was um just to see where she is today you know the everything that she's been through and she came out on top regardless of what the people say you know what the people how they pegged her how they um may have written her off or you know some people like she can't sing whatever you know it's so crazy because um on the flip side of it not trying to bash or anything but it just made me think of another thing i seen which was drink champs shout out to nori and um the crew over there at drink champs but um they had miss jones up there and miss jones i love miss jones too because if anyone knows like miss jones was like hip-hop r&b definitely in the mixtape scene with ron g classic classic new york classic r&b queen right and then she went into radio but um she was talking about her time doing music and whatever and then she was saying how but i will say she was really womanly about it and said that her anger was misdirected towards mary j blige when instead it should have been towards like her producers who jacked the style that her and ron g crafted right which was singing over hip-hop beats but um yeah, she said how she, you know, just had a disdain for Mary and, you know, Mary can't sing and she's trained, classically trained and she went to school for singing, blah, 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 right? But 
as I watched the video, as after, excuse me, as I watched Ms. Jones's interview, after watching Mary J. Blige's documentary, it further made me feel like Mary deserves to be where she's at, you know, because that's a perfect example of how someone could be more talented, you know, more trained, more primed up for the role and should feel like they should have it. But in reality, what God has for you is for you. You know, so it doesn't matter. And I, you know, as I speak this for you or just speaking this out to anyone who's listening, this is also for me as well. Like what's for me is for me. And I'm in the last couple of um, months here, I have been coming more comfortable with that and resting on that of knowing that what God has for me is for me. So, you know, and I think that he gives me signs here and there. And like the Mary documentary also, in addition to the drink champs episode with Ms. Jones, which kind of supported further how I was feeling about after, you know, about Mary and her whole career after I watched that documentary was, yeah, you got to keep going and put the blinders on, you know, and, um, grateful and luckily for Mary, she was in a time where there wasn't the internet, you know? So even though she had to battle those rumors and battle the in-person interaction with people, she didn't really have to deal with the extra weight of the internet knowing as well, because the internet is the world. And it's, it's crazy after that, after the internet catches a hold of anything, it's crazy. So, um, yeah, I'm just happy. And then after that, she was on the breakfast club and they were asking her like, you know, if there was anything you could say to your younger self, what would you say? And she was like, I would say, um, you know, it's okay. And like kind of comfort her younger self. And I thought that was awesome too, because we need to do that as people, you know what I'm saying? That's another thing that I had to do for myself as well. So these are things that resonated with me and just watching her whole documentary was just so dope because that was my legit childhood. Like I'm sitting here like watching the documentary, but also at the same time, simultaneously going through memories of me growing up in New York, telling class, so this song, I was doing this, did it, did it. I was here. I was there. I remember this right here. Cause it was just flooding back the memories because music is a soundtrack to your life. So whatever song you was rocking to, whatever, got you motivated at certain times in your life, if as soon as you hear that song, it's going to bring you back. If it was a, when you was heartbroken or you went through a heartbreak and a certain song helped you get through that heartbreak, when you hear that song again, you might think about the person that broke your heart. You might think about that time and how you felt because that's what it is. It's a soundtrack to your life, right? So shout out to Mary J. Blige for um, being the soundtrack to my life. And also being a dope inspirator. Like right now she's a, a um a bag of inspiration, not only to me, but to a lot of women out there, you know, that came from the rougher side of the track. You know, like I didn't grow up in the projects, but I did come from a single mother, you know what I'm saying? Like, for example, my pops left early and then, you know, when I was in high school, my stepdad came around. So I'm not gonna say it was a hundred percent we were by ourselves, but for the most part it was me and my mom, my brother, and my great grandmother in the struggle for the formative years. You know what I'm saying? That's all we had. And every day wasn't roses, but my mom did her best, you know what I'm saying, for us or whatever like that. But then sometimes it's just, it is what it is. Growing up in the city, even though you can have a good home, like we never missed a meal, we never had lights off, no type of issues. But um, New York is rough, you know what I'm saying? So even if your home is cool when you go out in the streets, it gets rough, you know what I'm saying? So, and then sometimes home gets rough too. So a combination of that, I could completely relate to Mary. I'm, I'm more of the, you know, I went to Catholic school. I, I was a debutante in cotillions. So I'm kind of a mixed bag. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not a hundred percent project, but I'm not a hundred percent groomed either, you know, like growing up. So I had to learn a lot, you know? So, um, yeah, I think out of singers or out of, um, just, 
artists, like women R&B artists or women of that era, I could definitely relate to Mary. And her story, watching that documentary, chef's kiss. You know what I'm saying? So highly recommend it. Amazon Prime. Check that out. Mary J. Blige. I might end this episode with some Mary because, yeah, you know how I do. I always got to find a song. And honestly, the rest of the stuff on this list is not really, um, ooh, I take that back. I'm not going to end it with Mary because I do have a couple of more things on the list I got to go through. All entertainment. This episode is definitely entertainment as I'm looking down my list here. Girl, guy, honey, whoever's out there listening. I hope y'all listening. I hope y'all got a little drink because, you know, I got water because I am totally on a diet. After this, I got to go to boot camp. Oh, gosh. My trainer called me this morning like, morning. Are you, you're back. We're happy to see you. We missed you. So, yeah. So, after this, I got to keep it going. So, I'm totally cleansing and flushing at this moment. So, no liquor for me. Sorry, guys. Sorry. I know I would kind of get a little lit and start talking out of death. But not this week. But anyway. So, um. That was just early in the week, right? So as the week went on, you know, we saw, I saw the um, Pooja Shiesty inf- information or, you know, the indictment go down, I should say. Then the Mary J. Blige documentary was very uplifting. So that was like a peak. Like, okay, the week is looking up. The week is looking up, you know, and then um, here comes a valley. So it's not really a valley. I'm going to say it's a peak, but it's a valley that led into a peak. So here we go. So one of my personal favorite um social media personalities right now tabitha brown i love her if you guys are not familiar with her she's a vegan um actress they call her right now america's mom and for real she does give she gives me like she reminds me of my auntie like you know what i'm saying that you go to her house the food gonna be good the house is gonna be clean everyone is happy and smiling you you leave you go in smiling you come out smiling you're gonna be smiling for the rest of the week just because you went to saw your auntie over the weekend like that's the vibe she give me right so she'll and then what i like about her is her confidence like she went vegan and she was trying her recipes and she's like hey look if i'm gonna put a little you know extra seasoning that's my business if i'm gonna do this it's my business so to the point that it started making me feel like you know what well, you're right girl that's my business if i want to do this you know because sometimes we'll sit there and be like nah I'm not gonna do that because you know how is that gonna look it's gonna look like I'm doing this or they're gonna think I'm saying that you know that's my business if I want to do this and feel confident within your skin with doing whatever you want to do to live your life right so shout out to Tab Brown Tabitha Brown for being one of those motivations for me on a daily basis right and I watched this woman literally blossom from doing vegan recipes on TikTok to giving inspirational and um, even, you know, she'll do everything from skincare to vegan recipes to trying out different, you know, plant-based products. You know, she'll point you in the right direction. Right now, I'm not vegan. I would not tell you that at all because I have moments where I want a tomahawk steak. Then I have moments where the only thing I don't eat is pork. I don't eat pork and you know, anything pork-like or anything like that. I don't like sausages or anything because it gets me nervous. I had a sausage not that long ago, and I got sick because I actually think it had pork in it. You know, I was told it was beef because I always, you know, ask questions. I hate to be rude when I'm eating other people's food, but, you know, I was like, hey, is this beef? And they're like, yeah, it's beef, 100% beef, and I ate it, and I got sick. And Colossal was like, I didn't eat it because I knew it wasn't beef. I said, like, why you ate tell me? And he was like, nah, I thought you was good. I was like, you know, I don't eat that. And you that's how you, I know I don't eat any pork on my daily basis because I got sick. And I was sick for a few days behind one fucking sausage from a barbecue. But anyway, um, just all that to say is like, 
I still eat meat, but I'm still moving towards like, hey, my goal is for us every month to have at least one week where we don't eat meat, but we're not missing the meat and we're still eating good. So, you know, I've been really doing like I make a um beefless lasagna. Like right now, all of my um spaghettis, lasagnas is all beefless, you know. So that's one thing that I was able to get. And I use vegan cheeses and, you know, I found, you know, nice alternatives to make the pasta and make the lasagna good, make my spaghetti, my spaghetti great. And you know, Mr. Me, if you if I cook it for you right now, you would think it's ground beef. You wouldn't even think it's ground turkey. You would think it's ground beef, but it's all beefless. It's all plant based. So I'm proud about that. They also use like I think it's like sweet potato meatballs, but I get these meatballs from the grocery store and it's plant-based and it's sweet potatoes, like majority of the ingredients. And I use those when I'm doing like spaghetti and meatballs and stuff like that. But I also don't not want to have a lot of pasta intake right now. So I'm looking for alternatives and I can't front. I go to Tabitha Brown's page to get um, inspiration for my no meat week. You know what I'm saying? I see a couple of my... um good friends you know if it was just you know moving towards a healthier lifestyle we are too not saying you know we're piggyback because we've been doing this but now I'm just challenging myself to do more you know to expand the palette right and shout out to Tabitha Brown once again check her out y'all she be hooking it up and so I legit tried like hearts of palm turned that into some fried fish couldn't tell a difference I've tried like a couple of things off of her page you know so just getting inspiration so now I was so hyped for her, so proud when she got picked up, I think like a year ago, maybe even two now, I don't know, because it's like, it's been moving fast for her, right? Grand opening, boom. And really it hasn't been, because she'll tell you that she's been trying for the last 15, 20 years to get her acting career to where it's at now, right? To finally be able to be, you know, getting phone calls like, hey, we want you to come out. She has a, sh- a um show, a web series on Ellen, the Ellen channel. She has um her several channels her youtube channels she's on the shy which is on showtime she's a major like role a recurring role on the show plus she's picking up more roles you know you're just seeing her she's out there she's filming she's doing shows that people are recognizing her for not only an actress but as well as a comedian like you see all her skill sets and she's shining and she's getting her coins and i am so happy to see that right as a black woman especially you know she's in her 40s and she's been trying for years like yo I could relate, you know what I'm saying? And she's getting it finally. Yo, kudos. And it just gives me inspiration to feel like, yo, I'm on the right track as well. You know, manifest it. It will come. Continue to work. Continue to stay focused. It will come. So here we go. And this is where the little valley come in. And the valley ain't on Miss Tab's part. It's on Wendy Williams' part. Okay. So I guess she figures, you know, she wants to. And I'm not. I'm Switzerland. When I give all this information out, I definitely do put my opinion in, and I'm going to put my opinion on this one for sure, but I'm Switzerland. Like, I don't have any, I don't like or dislike Wendy in any capacity, so I'm not going to say I like her or I don't like her. I don't really watch her show. I'm not really, like, I watch it when it's something big. And Like, I can't front. The most that I watched Wendy was when the whole thing went down with her and her husband and the mistress and all that stuff, and all the bloggers was talking about it, and it was just like, you couldn't turn on YouTube without every other blogger giving you the feedback the blow by blow the mailbox with the address the picture so it was just like a soap opera that was more entertaining than any show any reality show that was scheduled and programmed you know so I was sucked in I'm not gonna lie was I um picking sides or 
anything. No, I I felt actually empathetic towards her because as a woman, no one wants to go through that. And when you're building your empire, you know, your whole goal is to build your empire with your king. So that way, you know, you're the queen, you got your king, and then, you know, you have your children, the heir to the thrones, and, you know, you everyone wants that, right? So no one wants to have their empire crumble, and no one wants to see, like, another person came in and destroyed their empire, or, you know, like, you build a bond and a trust with someone, and someone was, you know, someone on the outside was able to come in and take that. No one wants that, you know what I'm saying? So I felt empathetic towards her on that, and, um... You know, I felt empathy, you know, now other people in my household and, you know, not a lot of people live in my household was not really empathetic because they were like, you know, she gossips about people's relationships daily. She, you know, basically puts negative energy on people and their relationships on a daily basis. Like this is how she makes her money. Like, what would you think? You know, like it's karma. You can't expect to go unscathed if you're wishing everyone else demise. Right. So I was like, yeah, you got a point. You know, I'm not going to say um, she deserves it or whatever, but it's a point, right? Everyone has an opinion and made sense to me. So with that being said, um, like I said, Tab has been doing great. She's recently like getting her, her coins up. She bought a nice mansion in California overlooking the mountains. Like she's living her best life and she's just making me feel like I'm getting closer to the way the money reside my damn self. You know what I'm saying? So, um, she recently put up a video I saw this video first thing in the morning and it blew me away. It just got me, it made me, it gave me a good renewed sense for the week, right? She was like, um, you know, breaking down how her husband came to her. He wanted to be a police officer to, you know, provide a um, stable income for the family because they were in California. And, she, you know, although she's pursuing acting, it wasn't really popping off for her back then. And although he's working, he's, you know, job here, job there. And, you know, he had a good, um, I think he still worked with like in the legal field, but he wasn't um, a lawyer. He wasn't a, a police officer. But he said, hey, you know, I can become more stable if I become a police officer and I can take care of the family and take that, um, pressure off of you of feeling like you have to work at Macy's every day and instead you can go out on your auditions so he took us you know he said I'm gonna do this and and work take and sacrifice for us so you could do what you need to do and she was like you know I don't even want you being a police officer but if you're gonna do this I'm gonna make a pact with you that I you know give me five years so I can go hard and I go hard for five years and I'm gonna get something and I'm gonna retire you because I don't want you out there wearing a bulletproof vest blah 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 very moving video right then she tells you how, you know, she's retiring her husband today is his last day at the job. He's turning his badge, his vest, everything, and they're going down there. Then she films him, you know, you know, getting dressed to go returning his stuff, right? It's his day of his retirement. So happy. I'm like, I'm looking at that. She's like, damn, I want to retire. God damn. You know what I'm saying? Then it goes into an old video from, I guess, two, three years ago when she wrote out her manifestations of what she wants to do. And she said, like, one of them in particular was, I want to retire my husband. He's a police officer, and I, I want to retire him. And you could tell it was an old video because the quality of it. You know, technology always improves, like, every nine months. So, you know it was an old video. And I was like, wow. So, you leave that, like, yo, she did that. You know what I'm saying? Like, she said that she was going to do it, and she, oh, man, this is making my day, right? And I hit the like button on that shit. I probably even shared it, honestly, to my story, because anything that touches me, I'll share it. But it motivated me. Well, 
it actually did not inspire Miss Wendy, honey. Because she was like, uh-uh. Like, the crowd was like, even her audience was like, y'all clapping. Like, this is a good thing. And she was like, no, it's not a good thing. This marriage is going to be rocky because she's like, oh, go live your life and be a child. You could do the anger that she had in her voice. It's almost like she was messing with her man or something. You know what I'm saying? And... Granted, I understand that she had her previous experience with her husband, so she might be jaded towards, you know, successful women, you know, loving and doting on their husbands, you know, but, um, she shouldn't be like that because everyone's situation is different. You know, like what happened in your isolated situation, maybe someone else wouldn't accept that in theirs. You know what I'm saying? So you can't say like, oh, because I let this happen it's going to happen for you too because you just don't know what the next person is willing to accept or not. And at the same time, you don't know what the next person been through. You know what I'm saying? Like they tell, they'll tell you, they was like, yo, we've been married 23 years. We got married young. We ain't know if we were going to make it this long because, um, it was rocky. It was arguments. It was a lot of stuff, you know what I'm saying? But we made it through. And to me, honestly, I'm not, I'm not really one with the argument. Like I, you know, when I was younger and I had displaced um, articulation, that's what I'll say. Like, I didn't know how to articulate and um, put my emotion into words. I put my emotion into action. So I would throw shit. I would get physical. And then when I did put them into words, I would think of words that, you know, like I was trying to use the words to convey the, uh, the hurt that I felt. So if I felt hurt, I would be like, you fucking jerk, you dog, you whatever, and bash you. So in hopes that you're feeling the hurt that I feel, even though it might not even be related, it might not even correlate the words that I'm using, right? Which it definitely didn't. So I can, all I'm saying all that to say is I can understand being young, you know what I'm saying? And having those arguments, you know what I'm saying? But I also respect the fact that they said, hey, we are in this together. So we got to work through this and this can't, it can't work like this. Like we can't argue and say that we want to be successful. We want all this stuff. God is not going to bless us if we can't even, you know, keep our our household in order, you know, just the, the regular duties of man and wife. You know, if we can't even keep that together, how are we going to get expect to get any other blessings? Right? So they had to work on their marriage. So they'll be the first to tell you, you can go on YouTube. Like they're very candid, very transparent, you know, and you can see it to me. They remind me of like the typical uncle and aunt that's been together for years, you know, like really the successful uncle and aunt that you like, damn, when I grow up, I'm going to be like them. They chilling. They got everything put in place. Boom, boom. But you also know in the seventies or in the eighties, when they got together, they was living in that one bedroom apartment and it was like them, they had two kids in a one bedroom apartment and they was working it out. They was working two jobs and you see them today in a mansion overlooking Malibu. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like that's the vibe they give me. I don't get a vibe like I'm in it for the money. I'm in it for the fame because I don't think a man, um, is, you know, a man that's not in it for the right reasons is going to go out and take a job where his life is on the line on a daily basis as a black man. So she could pursue her dreams. And I'm not saying that no man will do that because I think if you're in it together, yes, we have to make sacrifices for each other. But just think about that out of any job that you could take, I'm going to become a police officer was already bad for police officers and then black police officers in some instances is, is worse because they get it from both sides, the community and their, you know, office or their station or whatever they work, their, their co-workers, right? You're going to put that on yourself. 
to say, hey, look, go pursue acting, go have fun, go out on these auditions daily and really pursue a dream that you want while I'm sitting here dodging bullets every day. Like, think about that. I would retire my husband in a minute. And honestly, he don't have to be in the line of duty or in the line of fire. You know what I'm saying? Like real spill. Like when you find someone and you've grown with them and they're making you see the sacrifices that your partner has made for you and continually make for you, you're going to want to do nothing but make those, you know, reciprocate that. You know what I'm saying? If you are any decent human being, and if you have any love for your partner, you're going to want to reciprocate that. So hell fucking yeah, I understand um, Tab retiring her husband. Because I would do it for Colossal. I mean, like, he already knows. Say less, nigga. We out. Like, we in Fiji. Like, what job? We is the job. You know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah. So Wendy took um, an issue with that, right? And then in, in addition to taking an issue with it, she voiced how the marriage is going to be rocky because, you know, she's a professional at marriages and, um, you know, her marriage was so great and she knows how it works. So because her marriage failed her is no other way, but it's going to fail for tab and chance as well. And I thought that was fucked up. I thought it was too much negative energy. And I was like, wow, out of all the things to say, this is what you come up with to say you could have just left it at that like okay you know i wish them well I, you know i had my own personal you know she could have said something like this my experience being in a high profile marriage ended differently you know maybe it was who i had around maybe it was who i was exposed to but all i would say is i'm happy for them but be careful because you know money can change people you know kind of say it in a way of like Hey, just be keep an eye open, but not the whole saw on it. Like it was gonna be rocky. I predict this is gonna be rocky in a few months. Like, come on now, that was really negative. So, of course, Tab got millions of fans that probably half of them are Wendy's fans or were Wendy's fans. So they hit her up. They started hitting her up, like you know, uh, uh-uh, Wendy's talking shit about your marriage because you retired your husband. So, this is the part for me why my grand opening grand closing because she tried to start like you know she started it wendy started it but um tab finished it okay so tab got up early she didn't even have her makeup on she had on her bat her robe her, you know she still was in her bed clothes and she got on the gram and she gave a message and she was just like it was like a prayer honey it was a prayer look i'm, t- I'm talking like her she got me talking like her but just thinking about the video but um she addressed Wendy directly and she was like, Hey, I hear you saying, you know, you had your opinions about my marriage, but I just want to bring it down to you. Um, we've been together through this, that, and the third, you know, me and my husband made an agreement, you know, and this is what I agreed to. And this is what I promised to to do in my marriage because I love my husband and he put his life on the line for me. So now I'm going to reciprocate and give him the opportunity to live his life without having to put on a bulletproof vest every day. She went in. But in addition to that, she could have been like, F you, you raggedy tranny. Because, you know, the Lord is still working on me. You know what I'm saying? So I probably would have been banned from TV or banned from the grand, banned for whatever after I put my video up. After, I, you know, she tried to say my marriage was on the rocks or whatever. It would have went a different way because the Lord is still working on me. You know, I'm just saying like that. But um, after I saw Tab's response, it lets me know like, oh, my goodness. I love this. Not only do I love this woman, this is class. This is where I want to be. You know what I'm saying? Because, I, you know, you could go the petty route and then you just going to go like, you know, you can go low and take that dirt road with them. Next, you know, they're like, oh, we ain't know that's how you felt about 
a whole bunch of people by using all these negative words. You know what I'm saying? And then you put yourself in a bat in a worse light towards people that you didn't mean to offend or people that has nothing to do with the argument, right? But when you're clear and concise, like Tabitha Brown was in her response, and you address who you are addressing directly, like she addressed Wendy by name. I think she even tagged her in it, right? And you don't even use not one piece of profanity, but instead you pray for your enemy and you pray that they too can find the love that you found and be able to experience the joy and excitement you experience in your marriage in their life. Whew. I had to pause real quick because me, let me tell you, if I was on the receiving end of that prayer, I'd have probably been like, you know, I'm going to go just climb up to the roof now and just jump off. Boom. You know what I'm saying? Because I had no, like, if I was Wendy, I would say, because I am rooting for Tabitha 100% because I love that motivation and that positive energy in my, in my space. I don't care what it is that I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I just like the positive energy in my space. So to see her pop up on my phone on a daily basis, I love it. You know what I'm saying? So when I saw that, oh, she gave me more inspiration. But also, I was like, that is the best read ever. Like, I never, ever see no one, and I'm talking about other than Claire Huxtable, read someone with such grace and spirit. <laughs> Oh, uh, man, grand opening, grand closing. Don't come for Miss um, Brown. You hear me? And what I like about her is because, so, you know, me, I'm like, that read was so impeccable. You know, then I had to look up their sign. She's an Aquarius. I was like, ah, uh, I knew I loved her. I knew I loved her. Shout out to my Aquarian women out there. Like, I just I just love us right now. I just love us. I love this empowerment. I know it may not even be age of Aquarian, but I just feel like I don't know the stars are aligning for all of us. So shout out to Miss Tab on that one. And once again, from one Aquarian woman to the other, she's giving me life and motiva- motivation and inspiration, right? So, yeah, that was a grand opening, grand closing on Wendy there. She thought she was talking some shit. Like, she thought she was coming from a very expert point of view but i have not seen a degree for marriage counseling on any of her credits so i don't i thought that was really out the box right that was really crazy so um tab and wendy so then what was funny about it is so you know when stuff goes viral and when the people it it was an instant flip over like anyone any one of the fans that might have been holding on to wendy i will say like, I'm still here when I still love you. She lost them, I feel like, in my opinion. I'm not going to say for facts. I don't have no numbers, and I'm not trying to find numbers to prove nothing. This is my opinion. So don't jump down my throat. Don't at me. I love a healthy debate, but not an argument, right? But I'm just saying, I just feel like a lot of, um. I remember years ago, I don't know how long she's been on the show, but I remember years ago, right, when her show was like, boom, just came out. And it was like, oh, my God, Wendy got a show. So many black women supported Wendy and watched her show. Loved it. Loved it. And then you seen the demographics change. And then you just seen, like, the interest, you know, just go down. And the quality of life, honestly, the quality of content, not life, but the quality of content. Maybe life, too, because maybe at the time, same time she was going through the catastrophe of her marriage at home with Kevin Hunter. So that probably all played into the quality of the show, right? So it started to dwindle down. And then 
people just start started losing interest and then the contradiction comes in like oh you want to talk about everyone else but you have all this going on at home you need to be talking about this and she refused to talk about it right so all of that comes into play and i think she lost a lot of fans like whatever her core audience was started dwindling down and then you find a woman like tab brown who's coming from a total opposite end from wendy williams right give tab a damn show give tabitha brown a damn show like you know what i'm saying like i'd watch it i'd youtube it at the very least but anyway yeah i'd support it because um she's coming from a different angle a positive angle you know and that's what we need right now like let's be real we need some positivity right so all i have to say is i think the last of her core fans might have flipped over at this point and went over to tab and um so you know if anyone out there is familiar with suede the remix god he like takes videos he takes um people's news interviews and stuff and he'll remix them into songs so he remixed legit um tab's tabitha brown's response to wendy williams and it's called honey god bless you because he's like wendy williams honey god bless you I think if I could find that, I might throw that on tonight. So it might be some Mary J. Blige. It might be some Tab Brown that I throw on tonight for y'all, you know, courtesy of Sway the Remix God. Because I just thought that was even hilarious, even more funny that um, it went so viral, the response. Not Wendy's negative actions did go viral, but it just really woke up. It, it just got viral enough to be brought to Tabitha's attention. But her classy five-star response, I don't think... I, you know, I'm still waiting to see if Wendy gonna say something because you, you don't. It's nothing you should say after that. Like that was such a classy clapback, and she didn't disrespect you. So, if you get ugly after this, then it's just been what it is. You've been ugly, right? But um, yeah, grand opening, grand grand closing. I think she need to leave that alone. <laughs> oh my goodness. Then I'm going down my list here because I'm not even really done yet. But um, this one, guys. Um, before I go into any opinions on this one here, don't at me. Don't argue with me. And I love you all. I feel like everyone should enjoy their freedom of speech. So my disclaimer to you guys is I'm just voicing my opinions. This is my freedom of speech. So do not jump down my throat. Okay. I do not post a lot of my opinions online because people are sensitive and people feel like if you don't understand their point of view or if you're not in agreement with their point of view, you're absolutely wrong. You know, so my disclaimer. But um, as we all know, Grand opening, grand closing for the week of um, 4th of July. What happened? Bill Cosby came home. Completely cleared of all charges. He's home in time for the holidays. You know, now I know a lot of people have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Because a lot of people are like, oh, um, you know, he's a sexual predator. Blah, blah, blah. You know, this is wrong. Blah, blah, blah. Right? But, um, just my opinion. First of all, I wasn't around alive, born, or interacted ever with Bill Cosby in any capacity. So I can't speak to his character or how he treats women. Because I just never interacted with him. You know? That's just me. You know? To me, he's always going to be America's dad. Like, Bill Cosby is Cliff Huxtable. You know? He's also Fat Albert. You know? As far as I'm concerned. Fat Albert was like what black kids had. It was like schoolhouse rock but with the hip version you're gonna learn a story you're gonna learn some um a lesson you're gonna learn um the moral of the story and you might even learn a word or two 
for the day messing around with his cartoons back in the days then bringing it up to a Cosby show bringing it up to different world it made me say you know what I'm proud to be from a black family I'm proud of the culture that I have within my family even though he highlighted jazz music on his show he highlighted a little bit of hip-hop and you know just the new generation of the kids at the time and he respected it and in the show anyway I'm talking about I'm not talking about him as a person outside of anything I'm talking about his show right um you know, and it gave us hope out there, you know, and for us, you know, us, the children in the house, the black kids in the homes that did not have fathers, we looked forward to seeing Cliff Huxtable on Thursday, give us a little bit of dad, you know what I'm saying, you know, eat his sandwich, all he wants to do is eat his sandwich and chips in peace and, you know, clears mad, clears mad at him because his cholesterol is too high and stuff like that, you know, I, that's what, you know, I loved about him. Okay, so a lot of people are like, well, you cannot miss, mix up. Lil Cosby with Cliff Huxtable. I get that. I know it's a character he created. I also know that he paid for a lot of kids to go to college with his scholarships. He promoted college. He promoted education. He promoted us. Um, he promoted self-preservation and self-improvement in the black community at all times. He promoted education and awareness, black pride in the black community at all times. Now, can you still be a creep and and drug people possibly am I saying he did it I'm not saying he did it and I'm not gonna say he didn't do it what I'm just saying is um as a I think he's what 85 86 year old man and this is something I've always said like my stance I'm gonna just backtrack a little bit my stance on this has never changed I always said if he was doing this y'all should have grabbed him up when he was in his prime like you know what I'm saying like Apparently, it was a lot of people that said that this happened to them. So going back to the 60s or whatever. So grab him up back then when he's young and make an example of him back then in the moment. Don't wait till he's 86 years old, retired, blind damn near, you know, pains and ailments and, you know what I'm saying, incoherent. He don't even know what the hell is going on. I'm just saying. I don't want to, you know, enjoy all my life for 80 years old. You want to tell me, oh, yeah, remember you drugged these dudes back in your 20s? Now we got to send you to jail for that. What? I'm just saying, make the, make it make sense, you know. And they're like, oh, the girl, you know, from 2004, you know, I don't want to. I have my opinions about that. Like, I'll just say, look at the picture. And I'm just saying like that. He, you know, I hear all the stories all the time how allegedly because I don't I'm not going to sit here and say this is facts because once again I'm not in these people's business like that but you can google it and this, I've heard the story several times but allegedly you know Felicia Rashad was at a low point in her life who Felicia Rashad played Claire Huxtable his tv wife and she was at a low point in her life where you know she wasn't doing good you know maybe she was on welfare they, they say that she was on drugs she had a drug addiction to what drug I don't know you know but she had an addiction and she wasn't doing good. But prior to this, she was an actress. She was into the arts. You know, her sister's Debbie Allen. They, they're they performers by nature. So she was in the entertainment field. So he knew exactly who she was. When he was putting together the Cosby show, he said he wanted her to be the wife. Because she's beautiful and that's the face of America's mom. You know, speaking of which, because Tab is America's mom now. And she reminds me of Claire Huxtable. But yeah, so um, he wanted her. And they said that he took it upon his personal self to make sure she was rehabilitated, cleaned her up, made sure that she was good to go. 
and gave her a job to give her stable income and to get back on her feet. Then as time went on and the show became popular, blah, 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 he introduced her to her husband, which was Ahmad Rashad, and he walked her down the aisle as her father basically gave her away to her husband that he introduced her to. That's why Felicia Rashad, you know, I can, you know, if this is true, the way the stories were told to me, if that's true, I, I understand the loyalty and I don't blame her at all. And then for me, just hearing that makes me say, how could that person also be that person? You know, how can we take one person off of drugs and clean them up? Because that's not what they are. But then I'm going over here and I'm drugging up people to take the cooch or to take the drawers, you know? I don't know. I don't know. That make it make sense. And I'm a woman, so I don't want anyone to feel like I'm, in, you know, I'm not passionate or not empathetic towards any woman that's been through sexual assault. No, that's not the case. I am empathetic. I am passionate. I, too, myself have been through some very uh, uncomfortable situations, you know what I'm saying, in my lifetime where, you know what I'm saying, I, I wish I had... I wish it didn't go the way it went, you know what I'm saying? But um, at the same time, am I am I going to be like, oh, you know, I don't believe them or they're wrong? No, I'm not saying that. But if I could be a fly in the wall, and like I said, this is all my speculation, my opinion, okay? So it's not a thing like I'm not defending him or anything. And honestly, you know what? I backtrack. I'm not even going to give my opinion on that because, like I said, it's um, I don't want to get into a debate or get into a situation where I'm upset and people who are really sensitive about him being released, you know, but I will say this, I'm happy that he's released because of the fact that he's an elderly gentleman, you know, if he did a crime, y'all should have knocked him out back then. And like right now he'd be sitting in jail, rotting or whatever the case may be, or he would have came home reformed from jail for the time served because you caught him at the time and he wouldn't be Bill Cosby, the successful man that he became. Y'all would have nipped it in the bud and caught him early out and maybe perhaps prevented it from happening to women later on what happened to the earlier victims so that's what i'm just saying like if it was true catch him early on why y'all wait till this man is 80 years old so y'all can be like oh he fell in prison he broke a hip oh the people were taking his food they're bullying him and this is good this is entertainment like to see one of the people that we revered as america's dad people that kind of a lot of people in my generation will tell you that they went to school, they went to college because of Bill Cosby. They wanted, they pursued things other than rapping. They pursued maybe becoming a doctor or a lawyer because of Bill Cosby and the Cosby show and different world. You know what I'm saying? Because it put black people in different lights. There weren't drug dealers on the show. There weren't bank robbers and drug addicts on the show. You know, he showed you life, real life scenarios, but he also showed you a dignified black family. Something that we get, we rarely get to see, you know, we can see everyone else's family, but it was just like really for us to get to see it at the time. Now, present day, because shout out to Blackish, one of my favorite shows. And I think Blackish, you know, like um, the, the Cosby show crawled so Blackish could run, if that makes any sense. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe the Cosby show walked so Blackish could run. If that makes any sense. But yeah, you know, now we took it to the next level. We have a upper, uh, you know, upper end, you know, middle-class family, if not rich black family that doesn't, they're disconnected, you know, like, you know, the, the Cosby's at least lived in Brooklyn and, you know, they, they hung out, their friends played basketball and they showed you the train, et cetera. You know, 
black is just like, no, Gucci all day. Like, you know, Malibu, we live out here, you know, we don't go to the hood, you know? And I love the show too, because it still gives you the inspiration. Like, hell yeah, I need to have my kids living like that. I want them to be so far removed. They're like, mom, what does the Bronx look like? You know what I'm saying? Not saying I would not take them back, but you know what I mean? This is the motivation. And I feel like, um, it all goes back into play, like the images that were put before us. So I don't know. So I, I could, some, some people might say I'm biased because I grew up on his shows. Right. But, um, I'm a little biased because of ageism. And anyone that kind of knows me knows that I'm an advocate for old people. We all get, we get old, you know what I'm saying? And I, just, I don't think a lot of young people realize that. Like when you're vital and you're vibrant and, you know, all your limbs work and everything is working, you're in the moment, you know, and live healthy. Definitely, you know, the goal is to be as healthy as possible so we can main, maintain our health as long as possible. But um, what about the elderly? You see a lot of elderly people, um... They all fix incomes. They, they can't afford to eat. You know, you see them. There was a point in time in New York where you see like a lot of elderly people buying cat food and dog food because that was their food, you know, because they couldn't live. And, you know, stuff like that broke my heart. And it was like not a lot of people spoke out for the elderly. And I'm not saying that um he was one of those that he's in the house eating cat food and shit. But he we know he's rich. We know he has money. But conditions. This is a person that was not used to that. Now you're going to wait till they're 80 to throw them in a jail cell on a hard-ass cot. Like, you know, they wasn't giving him no comfortable accommodations. You know, this is a black man that was rich that we want to take the money from, you know. So that's how I just looked at it. I just felt empathetic towards him being old. You know, I just wouldn't want my stepdad in, you know, God forbid, any type of uncomfortable situation in his old age. You know what I'm saying? I'll put it like that, you know. And I also feel at the same time, you know, he did do three years. So if he did do anything, he was uncomfortably living in jail for three years. So maybe he, you know, did receive some time to think about and reflect on whatever he did, allegedly. And maybe he took that time to say, you know what, I'm going to um repent. Or maybe he took some time to talk to God and ask for his forgiveness. Like that's between him and the Lord, you know what I'm saying, in my opinion. But. Am I happy he's home? Yes, because he's 83, 84 years old, and he's an old man. You know, let him live out his years with his wife. And I'm just, just like, heartbreaking for her. Imagine, regardless of whatever, you had your husband for 50-odd years. You know, that's how Jamaican people say, 50-odd years. And, you know what I'm saying, like children, all your, you know, your family, everything, for years. You go to bed every night to this man. You have your routine. Like, you know what I'm saying, like, come on now, me and Colossal been together you know, almost a decade and we have a routine. Like, it's like, I feel like I have a a limb missing, you know, when he has to travel and do whatever, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, can you imagine, like, I I feel for Camille as well, his wife, who's also up in age, you know what I'm saying? And had him for so long and then this happens, you know? So I'm happy that they're able to reunite. I don't know if you know if the marriage survived. I don't know because I honestly didn't follow the whole thing all the way through. It broke my heart, so I didn't want to... um you know, watch the blow by blow. And I didn't want to get emotionally involved in it. I try not to get emotionally involved in a lot of stuff. Like I told you at the beginning of this episode here as an artist. And I know I'm not like Bill Cosby status. I'm not Mary J. Blige status. I shit. I'm not even Pooh status. I get it. But, um, I can relate and I am empathetic to artists because when you put yourself out there, you're vulnerable and everyone's, you're basically allowing people to form an opinion about you or to form 
yeah, an opinion whether they like you or not, right? So, um, it gets, it just gets, um, I don't know. I think a lot of empathy gets lost for people, and a lot of compassion gets lost for people. Everyone I named today, including Wendy, who was not given empathy herself. Everyone I discussed in this episode, I feel like you know, it's just a perfect example of you know, lack of compassion and empathy towards people being human, although they are celebrities, you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, like chill, be like, I'm still human. You know what I'm saying? So, um, yeah, so that was a grand opening, grand closing for Bill Cosby because on one side of it, technically they say he had to do three to 15 years. So he did do three years, right? So he did serve his time at the same time, because it was a technicality, I think it's going to be wiped off his record. So it's not going to affect him. So, um, because of a pre, a prior case or a prior, a prior trial that was sealed. So, um, yeah, grand opening, grand closing. Hopefully he can take this time out, um, to be with family and appreciate the time. Cause he's old. He's in his, his latter years and, you know, enjoy his time with his family, enjoy the holidays with them. And, um, yeah, just get back to a little bit of normalcy for him. And maybe if he did have something to do with it, that he could find some kindness in his heart to send out a, a um, apologetic energy to the people involved. Maybe it's beyond the point, the trauma, maybe be beyond the point of an apology, but you know, some healing needs to be involved for everyone involved. Some healing is, is necessary for everyone involved, you know? So I feel like that's what I have to say about that. You know, I thought that was very, very interesting. So yeah, you know, so, um, I'm not going to hold you guys. That was a a lot in one episode. And I'm kind of happy that I kind of postponed it. I enjoyed 4th of July. Well, I'm not even going to lie. We didn't do a lot of patriotic things this year. You know, I celebrated Juneteenth. You see, now we did a whole big episode about it. So you figure it out. But um, I am grateful for the time off, the holidays off with the family. Colossal High, we played it close to the ranch. We've been doing like a lot of yard work and yard improvements. So I'm happy with the way my y'all just looking we've been out there admiring the grass um you know where we live as anything goes nothing like that but you know the neighbors was doing their fireworks so that was good to watch so we enjoyed fireworks we we saw some um we cooked good food we ate we chilled and we just kind of relaxed you know been creative and that's one thing i've been really excited about like like i was joking with colossal this morning because we were in the studio working on some stuff and i said you know i i feel like um dude um i said i feel like terrence howard from god i can't think of the movie right now but you know he's like whoop that trick and he's like yo my mojo i gotta get my mojo i was like i feel like my mojo back yo like this i'm really having fun i'm really liking what i'm doing so i'm grateful for that and that all just comes back into play what i was saying earlier like the positive mindset and having positive people around you because if you have like um people around you that feed a negative energy or a negative narrative, then nothing's going to be positive and nothing will move into a direction that you want it to move in. But at the same time, you two are responsible for your manifestations and manifest in positive things in your life. You know what I'm saying? So vibrate high guys, because it's a lot of craziness out here. As we can see, look at this whole episode, peaks and valleys, grand openings, grand closings, right? So I feel like, um, yeah, we just got to vibrate higher and be vigilant. Like I'm on some new shit now. Like I'm just, you know, really paying attention to my energies and how, how things make me feel and how I'm going to treat it going forward from there. You know, now is it, you know, anger or negative? No, we're not trying to do that, but I also want to guard my energy. 
guard my spirit. You know, I think we all should do that and vibrate higher, you know, vibrate higher. So that is the moral of this episode, vibrate higher. And, um, to all of the, I just want to say my disclaimer real quick, you know, I don't want any of the victims in this Bill Cosby situation or anyone who supports them, the victims to feel like, I'm against them or I don't think, I don't believe their story because that's not it. I'm a woman. I'm very empathetic to women in particular, any sexual plight, any sexual abuse out there. You know what I'm saying? Because in one form or fashion, it has happened to all of us. And, you know, I, I just hate the shit that they feel like women is, that's what we're for. You know, we're just here to have sex with and be abused and shit. So no, I'm not in any way, shape, form or fashion saying, you know, hey, you know, good for him. I'm happy that, you know, he was vindicated or anything. It's just that I, um, have a different respect for him just from my experience of growing up with him and just the stuff that he has, the impression he has left in me as a person. But then also in addition to that, um, just anyone old and, um, you know, in that situation, you know, I would, I wouldn't want them to like, you know, honestly, like for example, I'm just going to keep it real with y'all. And then this might make y'all further be looking at them like, what the fuck? But, um, yeah, when he was talking about indicting Trump to do whatever for his corruption and they was like, he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail. And I'm saying to myself, like, why do, would they want to send him to jail now? He's old. It's the same thing. Like my empathy is the same. I was like, he's old. What is that going to do to him? Like what lessons will he learn from that? You know what I'm saying? Crime or not like why if y'all felt like this and y'all had proof that it was going on for years why i didn't nip it in the bud when it was younger when he was able to really stand the time you know for the crime you know what i'm saying so i don't want anyone to feel like oh i'm just partial to bill and i'm not saying put all the young people in jail and all the old people should be free i'm not saying that either if you do the crime do the time i guess right but i just feel like for me as it's like why you wait to 80? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I guess that's just it. And the same thing, because I feel like Trump is the same age. Like, why you wait to 80 to try to do all this, this stuff to do? Like, you should have done that shit when he was 50 at the very minimum. But, you know, I digress. You know, that's my word. I digress. I don't want to, you know, make people feel like, oh, my God, now she's saying that she supports Trump. I did not say that in any shape, form, or fashion. Okay? So don't put that in my mouth. All right? But, um... Because the episode was a mixed bag, I am going to leave you guys with, honey, God bless you. Because we need to pray. You know, y'all out there, I hope that y'all keeping me in the prayers because all of y'all are my prayers. When I wake up in the morning, I say prayers for all of my listeners that hear She Can Talk, all of my um, Facebook fans, because I call them Facebook fam. You know, I got my groups I discuss with, my manifestation groups. I have my friends and family, my music peers, you know, my music fans that I interact with on a daily basis on all social platforms. And honestly, before I even get up nowadays and get on it, because some, it seemed like, you know, the timeline's been getting dark on some of my platforms lately. And I'm like, is it me? You know, am I following the wrong people? What's going on here? But I just kind of feel like it was an energy overall that people, you know, it's, it's, it's dark days. So we have to be vigilant on vibrating higher. So I even got to the point of, um, Colossal told me I'd be overreacting, but I said, sometimes I'm going to just block, you know, delete and block people. Like if it's too, like if it's, if too much negative energy comes from the post or comes from the person too many times, pass it through my timeline. And it's like a triggering of, mm -mm, 
I'm gonna do, I'm just gonna unfriend. Like I don't want that in, in my timeline. And I think it's spring cleaning. And I think we all should do that. So if that means some of y'all be like, okay, you know, Colleen's been speaking a little too positive and decluttering. I'm a D unfollow. She could talk. I get it. But I'm just saying, you know, we should be more vigilant about controlling our energy. So I started noticing that my timeline started getting a little dark, like people putting up like this negative memes, a lot of violence, a lot of fight and a lot of, you know, police brutality. Like, oh, my God, I know it's happening. But do I want to see it every day? Do I want to be traumatized on a daily basis like this? So I had to start cleaning out my timelines like, look, certain people, you know, hide their um, posts. I don't need to see this or if it's triggering, I, I I could do without it. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of keep my spirits vibrating on a higher level. And I'm so grateful I started being more vigilant with that because, yeah, stuff is moving. Like, first of all, stuff wasn't bad. But, you know, the, the pandemic just made everyone kind of vibrate lower, just kind of be me, you know, reassessing things. And I told you me, I went to a whole cleaning decluttering situation, which I'm happy that happened. But, you know, it put me in a different mind frame of like, you know, I got to get rid of this junk and, you know, stuff like that or whatever. Start making your mind work. So um, with that being said, we're open to energies and vibrations. So we have to be mindful of what we pull in, you know. So and I'm, I'm saying that to you all because I'm saying it to myself as well, you know. And so I think perfect example was just all of the topics I touched today. You know what I'm saying? Peaks and valleys, grand openings, grand closing. Things can basically, the outcome is going to definitely depend on us, you know? Like I gave you my scenario with the Tab Brown Wendy situation. Me, I'm God still working on me. So I probably would showed up at the Wendy Williams show. I don't know. You know, still quarant, you know, COVID time. I don't know if I'd have showed up, but I would have tried to. Like I'm just saying, you know, if it was me that she was talking about with me and my husband, and I don't know you from a can of paint. But God is still working on me. And I also feel like God is working on me so much so to the point that he showed me another way which was Tabitha Brown's response, you know? And um, I'm happy to see that because so many people, I think, felt that positive energy with that shade the same way I did. And it was like nothing but respect from me, like a next level of respect, you know? So with that being said, I'm going to get out of here. I'm not going to hold y'all for two hours now because I have another episode right after this, guys. Special edition. Ding, 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 ding. Here I go. So... I'll go weeks without putting up an episode, but then I come, here I come with two back-to-back, right? This one is going to be a special episode. It's going to be all about me. I haven't done one of those in a long time. I mean, I know I I always talk about what I'm cooking. I always talk about, you know, I give you little hints of stuff that I'm doing or whatever the case may be, but I am going to let you in a little bit further. I feel like I haven't done that in a couple of months here. Let you guys in, 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 not on opinions about celebrity entertainment, not opinions about sources and stuff, but about, um, me, and what I've been up to. And I'm very excited to share that um, with you guys. Okay. So tune in. This is going to be right after this, guys. Right after this. And, um, I'm very excited with um, to share the big news with y'all. So y'all stay tuned for that um, episode next. But in the meantime, I'm going to leave y'all here with the suede, the remix God. Honey, God bless you. Because we need prayer. You know my motto. Spread love. But you know... First of all, you got to love yourself. You can't love me if you don't love you. So definitely go out there and make sure you're spreading that love and loving yourself because it's the Brooklyn way, right? On top of that, if you like it, tell a friend. 
If you like what you hear up on She Can Talk, tell a friend. If you don't like it, still tell a friend. It's not going to hurt either way. That's how I look at it, right? So each one, teach one, get the word out there. Once again, from my ear, from my lips to your ears, I love you. God bless you. Y'all stay good. Stay safe. Until next episode. Peace. First of all, Wendy Williams, honey, God bless you. God bless you. Okay. And I said, oh, my God, the pain this woman must be in. Wendy, the pain you must be in to feel this way, and I'm so sorry. But listen, let me tell you this. Let us all pray for people like Miss Wendy um, and others who have either been so hurt. Let us all pray that they find that and that it finds them. Yes, very good. Now, I want y'all to go about your business, okay, and have the most amazing day. But even if you can't have a good one, don't you dare go messing up nobody else's hand. Wendy Williams, honey, God bless you. Honey, God bless you. The pain this woman must be in. God bless you. Sway, this my shit. Honey, God bless you. Sway, the weed makes God. Wendy Williams, go on about your business. Go, go, go on about your business. Wendy Williams, go on about your business. Let us all pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray for people like Miss Wendy. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray for people like Miss Wendy. Honey, God bless you. Honey, God bless you. The pain this woman must be in. God bless you. Honey, God bless you. Wendy Williams. Go on about your business. Go, 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 go on about your business. Wendy Williams. Go on about your business. Go on about your business. Let us all pray. Let us pray. Wendy Williams, honey, God bless you. Honey, God bless you. The pain this woman must be in. God bless you. Wendy Williams, go on about your business. Go, go, go on about your business. Wendy Williams, go on about your business. Go on about your business. Let us all pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray. For people like Miss Wendy, let us pray. Let us pray. Let us pray, let us pray, let us pray for people like Miss